0: right now for 20 bucks. Man, get your punk ass up. It ain't even wet over here. Hey, well, look here, man. Just give me $10 and I won't send you. Get out. Two feet in the job Ricky. Get out. A dollar is an envelope. Man, what the hell are you doing? Man, you know how much money you can get for a slippery fall in the store? Ain't you need to that crack, man. Get out. Man, you wrong, buddy. You wrong. You wrong. You wrong. Get out. You wrong, Father. Stay black. Another sip, another sip, Hey yo, populate my flow with concentrated growth, hear my verses, hear my beats, you know I dominated both, got my nickname up in high school from this girl named Winter, those was my early days when I didn't have concern for figures, but times change, I'm overthinking everything, mind games, feel like it's speeding on my brain, now. 2nd can guess in every effort, every sentence. Is my breath less inflection than my beating too reflective? Is such and such really better? Is my message even clever? I'm apprehended by this pressure, but shall I surrender? I look at my own team like, damn, I wish they would help me more. That's no dish, just being honest, already pressed record So can't take it back, and plus I know my destiny's in my hand Shit, man, i be stressing, maybe I should be more aggressive I really got some demons, I'm embarrassed about Watch this verse become a motion picture, but what's paramount was my fear What's out in L.A.? Man, I'm sitting here with a living legend A living legend, the same one that made resurrection No ID, but they all just called him Dion. And meanwhile, I'm just overthinking, like, should I play him beyond? Should I play him, Mama told me, in all my older classes? but same old Damon, I just sat there being passive. I never said a word, never shared a verse. Then came back to Chicago, acting like it never occurred. There's a million words hiding in my silence. There's a graveyard hiding in my closet. Can't be that same dude chilling on the corner. So what you waiting on, tell me, do you want it? Look through my eyes, maybe you can see the riot. Have you ever heard a storm that was quiet? Can't be the same dude chilling on the corner. So
1: what you waiting on, tell me, do you want it? All right, cut that shit. Didn't mean to put y'all to sleep right there, but goddamn it. This is King on Uncensored, you, bitch, you. Yeah, this is my second show of the motherfucking night. And oh yeah, man, this episode is going to be called Kevin Durant's masterclass co-starring playoff p oh man we gonna get into some real shit now and first off happy motherfucking birthday to tupac happy belated since it's 118 right now as i'm recording this but i celebrated on my instagram story and facebook story believe me i'm one of the biggest tupac fans in the world i can't say nothing negative about him or earl like when people try to get me to discuss tupac or dmx i can't really say nothing negative bro i can't really speak negatively about one or the other everybody else i can i can point their flaws out but i mean outside of maybe i don't know i don't feel like x or pac had flaws that's just me but um yeah 50 years old imagine what a 50 year old Pac would be doing in 2021 this dude would probably be an academy award winner i truly believe that tupac would have retired around the millennium i don't think he would have rapped forever But, unfortunately, Pac already saw his prophecy. He was not going to live long. He was just too powerful and too young to attain the responsibilities of that powerful ability that he possessed. I don't know where to start, y'all. I mean, we we starting off with Pac. All right, congratulations to LaMelo Ball for winning Rookie of the Year. I knew what I called it. It's people saying that Anthony Edwards got robbed. Get the fuck out of here, dog. What did Minnesota do this year? Yeah, Edwards had a good second half when LaMelo was hurt. But when he came back, he got the Charlotte Hornets to the playing game. And uh, Minnesota wasn't even in their playing game. The motherfuckers was done so four weeks ahead of time. Anthony Edwards did not deserve no fucking Rookie of the Year this year. It was LaMelo's world, and we all were just living in it. Can you imagine if that Charlotte Hornets team from Hayward to Ball to um, whoever else was healthy the whole season? I think they probably would have made the playoffs. Oh, man. Charles Barkley. Oh actually no before we get to Charles, right? Wow, really? Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Durant and Kevin uh, and Devin Booker were left out of off of the all NBA team. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I mean, I know Kevin Durant didn't play that much in the season, but when he was on the court, he was third third all NBA team at least. That's the least y'all could have gave him. Third all NBA team or whatever, right? I'm trying to find who they picked for the all NBA team because that recently just came out. I had the damn picture. I'm loading it up right now. Okay. The first All-NBA team um, was Steph, Dame, Luka, Giannis, and uh, Nikola Jokic. Second team was Chris Paul, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, Julius Randle, Joel Embiid. I didn't agree with Jimmy Butler. Third team was Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Jason Tatum, LeBron James, and Rudy Gobert. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think Donovan Mitchell definitely should have been in over Jimmy Butler for sure. D book. I had him as a snub, you know, on my list. This is this. This isn't that bad, but it is kind of bad, though. Bradley Beal was snubbed too, low key. I ain't going to cap for the people's damn. But Kevin Durant definitely should have made the all-third NBA team. But I knew they were going to give Randall that spot. He had a great regular season. so I I had said this on previous shows that whoever had to come up with this shit had a hard job. A, A lot of guards... Had great years, you know, guys like Westbrook, Levine, Mitchell, Booker, like, it was going to be hard, and Ice Trey, too, Ice Tray wasn't on the list, and you see how he's balling it, you know, um, all right, last, oh, no, this ain't last, all right, uh, Chuck, Charles Barkley caught a lot of heat from the TNT network, saying They, uh, one of the executives, I guess, approached Barkley about him joking on how fat San Antonio women were. He would always say, Oh, look at those girls. Hey, hey, San Antonio got some big women, boy. They're so fat. I can't even get their fat ass in the car. San Antonio got some big ass women. An executive approached him and told him that he couldn't joke about the fat women in San Antonio anymore because some lady in San Antonio wrote an article about Charles and just basically got on him for fat shaming. I'm like, wow. And Charles Barkley said, oh, come on, ma. I don't know why that lady wrote that article about me. I was on that joker. And, you know, he said that In two years, he's leaving inside the NBA because he feels like for the last 13, 14 years, they've been joking around, fucking around on everything. And he can't even joke about fat women in one city. It ain't Charles's fault that they are obese and overweight in San Antonio. All right, let me see what else. What else did we got before we get to the basketball games? This is what you've been waiting for. This is the main event. All right. Oh, man. Okay, Scott Brooks from the Washington Wizards was fired this morning. That's good news for Washington Wizards fans because they definitely need a coaching change up in that piece. Absolutely. But... I don't think it was all Brooks's fault, only half. I just think that Washington just wasn't deep enough to compete. They were lucky to get that eighth spot in the playoffs and to win a playoff game, which I had predicted, of course. But Washington needs a bench for one and a third player to go with, with Westbrook and Beal. As I keep saying... Go after Siakam... And go after... um, What's his name? Carl Anthony Towns! And the best news of the morning... Because... Today was a fucked up day in NBA. Today was a fucked up morning. Like... I woke up to fucked up news this morning in the NBA, but this was the best news of the day. Stan Van Gundy was officially fired after one season with the New Orleans Pelicans. Get your bitch ass the fuck up out of here. You was fucking with those young boys growth. Now a lot of the players were complaining about how hard Van Gundy coached. I think that's weak shit, by the way, even though. Stan Van Gundy shouldn't be hard on anyone because he's a shitty coach. Like, now, you know, Van Gundy was the worst coach in the league. Now that title belongs to Mike Budenholzer. Now now that Van Gundy was fired, Stan Van Funky is gone. Get your bitch ass bowling ball built ass the fuck on. You bitch ass, dirty, funky, shitty piece of shit. I still hate you for what you did to my Pistons. You fucking drafted Luke Kennard over Donovan Mitchell, you bitch. You drafted Stanley Johnson over fucking Miles Turner. I hate you, man. I fucking hate you still. I hate you so much right now. All right, man. We get to the bad news. This is the first thing I found out when I woke up this morning That Chris Paul Has to go through the NBA protocols for COVID Because he allegedly might have Or if not, had contracted the COVID virus And After the Phoenix game After they won, Chris Paul went into the crowd and hugged his family and left. Now, a lot of people on YouTube, you know, a lot of people I watch and follow on YouTube said that this might have been the reason why Chris Paul might have contracted the COVID. Now, this man is lucky that Phoenix is awaiting the winner of the Clippers and Jazz. They better hope that series stretches out seven because it's a high possibility that if the conference finals were to begin that they could be without Chris Paul for at least the first three games. And I don't even I, I see Phoenix only getting one of those games. And then we got more devastating news but there are mixed reports. Kawhi Leonard had sustained A knee injury And he was going to be out for game For a pivotal Game 5 Against the Utah Jazz Now some are speculating that this might be A tear of the ACL Which would be Devastating because Kawhi Leonard has a degenerative Knee condition where Where He would have to sit out particular games in order to keep that knee in shape. You know what I'm saying? So, that's very tough. Very, very tough. I mean... To lose Kawhi Leonard now, I mean, for the rest of the series, is brutal. To lose him for the playoffs is even worse. Now, the television is reporting that he has a sprained knee, but the Clippers fear that he tore his ACL. They're still undergoing tests, but right now they are diagnosing it as a sprained knee or an ACL injury. So, I mean, I saw the fall. He landed awkward on that knee. It reminded me of the clay injury, man. And I just hope that he's able to come back by the NBA Finals should they make the Finals. And with these circumstances, how does this change the demographic? Losing CP3 is a ba- Is, is, is uh, about 85% of your leadership. Which means that Cameron Payne would start. Cameron Payne has been pretty decent in these playoffs. Is he Chris Paul? No, but I think that Phoenix can still hold it down without Chris Paul. And will be ready once he comes back. Still think Phoenix has a shot at the NBA Finals even without Chris Paul. A lot of people are saying he's done. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck, dude? I don't think that Phoenix would be done if Chris Paul was down. It just depends on the if they get Utah or the Clippers. But <clears throat> I'm going to stick with my picks despite Kawhi Leonard being injured and Chris Paul having covid. Now we get to the meat and the potatoes of the show as we catch up on the games yesterday. Kevin Durant put on a motherfucking show as the Brooklyn Nets, without without Kyrie Irving, win one fourteen to one hundred and eight, and James Harden returned to the court now. Me, personally, I wasn't a fan of this move. I felt like Harden should have sat out. But I guess the presence of James Harden was motivation for Kevin Durant and company. Because Kevin Durant went insane. I returned home just in time to see one of the greater fourth quarter performances ever. This is the third best game that i ever seen Kevin Durant play. Because, obviously, both Game 3s of the 2017 and 2018 Finals are Kevin Durant's two best games. No doubt. But this one definitely belongs in the conversation. Now, Giannis Antepo Negro. He choked. I looked at some parts of that game again. And down the stretch, I mean, the first three quarters, this man was like Thanos. Like, the Bucks had a 14-point lead at at, at 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 a point in the game. And Mike Budenholzer is the worst coach in the league, man. I hate him because there's no way that Giannis scores 34 points and 12 rebounds, and Chris Middleton scores 25 points, and they still lose. Now, Drew Holiday complained about the referees calling everything for Kevin Durant. I'm pretty sure he's going to get a $20,000 fine for that. But he was insinuating that the refs were calling everything Brooklyn's way. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if they really were. Because, you know, Brooklyn's the favorites. So, of course, they're going to get special treatments. Kevin Durant, the best player in the world. He's going to get those superstar calls. But so did... I mean... Giannis, seven free throw attempts, like 17 free throw attempts for the Bucks and 25 for the Nets. Tough, tough, tough. But this was Kevin Durant's master class. He had to let y'all know time and time again, time and time again, Kevin Durant had to tell you hoes. He's the h and Nazi bitch then that's the way it goes. You know what I'm saying? Now nah, I'm saying. Y'all bitch ass niggas. It's bitch ass niggas on the internet, man. And speaking of bitch ass niggas, off topic. Glenn Big Baby Davis is a bitch for wishing harm on Kyrie Irving for stepping on a white logo. A white man logo. Glenn Big Baby Davis is a coon A black brother's life A black brother's uh, ankle Got fucked up And you want to laugh And say You know uh, He deserved it because for stepping on Lucky What kind of coon ass Buck dancing dick sucking Shit is that You are a coward man A straight coward And I hope you have a heart attack, you fat bitch. Anyway, back to what I was saying, though. Kevin Durant had a 49.17 rebound, 10 assists game. This has got to be Kevin Durant's greatest stat line in the history of Kevin Durant here. And Jeff Green. Jeff Green. You know that Kevin Durant and Jeff Green were drafted together on OKC. And they played a couple of seasons together. But Kevin Durant definitely made Jeff Green better. This man came out there and scored 27 points. James Harden only had, four, uh, uh, only had 5 points and 8 assists. But, and he was 1 for 10 from the field. He was cold, but his presence was much needed. Blake, fake Griffin had 17 points. So this was an all-out must-win for Brooklyn. Now they have a chance to close it out in Milwaukee. Now, I did predict this series to go seven games and for Brooklyn to come out of it. So I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee won game six, but Kevin Durant and company smell blood. I think that they're probably going to close it out next game. Personally. If I was going with my... My heart and my head, I say that Brooklyn's going to close this series out. Mil- Giannis is not ready to be the best player in the world. There's too much pressure on him. And you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when LeBron was losing to the Magic, losing to the Pistons, losing to uh the Celtics. And Giannis fucked up. The difference is LeBron got his ass up out of Cleveland and won him those championships. I'm just saying. Now Giannis is stuck in Milwaukee. If Milwaukee happens to get, you know, eliminated, whoo. They got a clean house. They got to get rid of the coach, get rid of everybody that's associated with that coach, and start anew. More on that when they actually get eliminated. But shout out to Kevin Durant, though. Let's move on here to today's game. Joel Embiid. Oh, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid. God damn, man. The Sixers had a 20 point lead at some point in this game as they lose to the Atlanta Hawks at home 106 to 109. Let me tell you something. Philly sucks. Joel Embiid sucks. Tobias Harris sucks Doc Rivers sucks This was the worst game I ever seen Joel Embiid play Despite His statistics Saying otherwise 109-106 Let's see ice trader gang 39.7 assists big huge giant game for this guy man Trey Young has been a problem in these playoffs and he is growing up right before our eyes a lot of people said that Trey Young wouldn't amount to shit in the league and he was just a bootleg Steph Curry in these playoffs he's looking like the second coming of Steph Curry John Collins had 19 and 11. John Collins got to be the toughest son of a bitch I've ever seen, man. This nigga be taking elbows, hits. Danilo Gallinari, 16 points. Lou Will had 15 points, 7 of 11 shooting. Lemon Pepper Lou is home wow if you would have told me that Seth Curry scored 36 points and Joel Embiid had 37 points and 13 rebounds and they would lose I would laugh right in your motherfucking face but Joel and Seth needed some help and Tobias Harris shot 2 of 11, four points that is unacceptable and he needs his ass whooped Ben Simmons is another bitch-ass, light-skinned nigga. Terrible piece of shit. I'm sorry, man, but Ben Simmons is the most overrated player in the league. Eight points. Four of 14 from the fucking free-throw line. That is unacceptable every motherfucking time. Ben Simmons is shitty. He is dog shit juice. He's worse than a venereal disease. He's a venereal disease to the Sixers. They should have traded his ass when they had the chance. All they had to do was give up Ben Simmons and they would have got James Harden. Now look at him. Two of four. Four shot attempts, Ben Simmons? Four shot attempts. Philly fans should be throwing batteries at this nigga. Eight points. Come on, Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. What the fuck was y'all doing? It seemed like the Philadelphia 76ers fell asleep the whole second half as Atlanta chipped away at the lead, chipped away at the lead. I watched that whole game. This shit was... I look, I look up, Sixers are up 15. I look down for five seconds. Oh, shit. Atlanta has the lead. They were down as many as 26 points. That is unacceptable. You can't blame Doc Rivers for this. I see a lot of people online blaming Doc Rivers. I blame Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris for playing like bitches. You play like a bitch, you lose like a bitch. And you're down 3-2 with Atlanta having a chance to close you out at home. Philadelphia deserves to go home after this. Period. Point. Blank. There's nothing more you can say. And Joel Embiid choked at the line. Choked away two big free throws. All right. Playoff motherfucking P, y'all Playoff motherfucking P, y'all Playoff motherfucking P, y'all With the news of Kawhi Leonard going down with a possible ACL injury Which has been currently diagnosed as a sprained knee Paul George had the chance to step in and step up And throw down Look at this The brother finally decides to stand up like a man and throw down. Too bad Kawhi Leonard had to die first. Man, let me tell you something. Paul George had the juice tonight. I had said that this is the game. Win or lose the series, okay? Because if if the Clippers lose the series, it's okay. They're not going to blame Paul George. For losing this series. Unless he just has an atrocious night. But Paul George. Taking center stage tonight. He looked like the Indiana Paul George tonight. As they secured the victory over the Utah Jazz. Who I felt like laid an egg. This was Utah's chance to smell blood. This was Utah's chance to be sharks in the water. And Donovan Mitchell could not step up to the plate and finish the job now you gotta go and try to win in LA and then go back home and win another big pressure game the pressure's on Utah the Clippers they really don't need to win this game but I think they really have to win this game and if Paul George wants to assert himself as an alpha dog in the NBA and as a top 10 player in the NBA he has to win. Paul George has to close this series out in order to get his full respect back. I mean, he got about 80% of that respect back now. He just got to get the other 20. He earned my respect. I'm not easily impressed, but tonight I was impressed by Paul George's master class. sixteen motherfucking rebounds in a 119-111 victory. Marcus Morris, 25 points. Terrence Mann, the boy who choked away that pass in one game, made up for it with a thunderous dunk over Rudy Gobert. Terrence Mann had had to let these niggas know, I have arrived. And he got the start for Kawhi Leonard tonight. Reggie Jackson hit some big shots with his punk ass. 22 points. I mean, the Clippers didn't get no output from the bench. Paul George ended up playing 40 minutes. Utah. Bohan Bogdanovich led all scores with 32 points. Donovan Mitchell was tw- had 21, but he shot 6 of 19, 4 14 from the field, from the three-point land. That's unacceptable. You're the star player. You should be taking more efficient shots. And your team should be putting you in your sweet spots to get those efficient points. Despite having six niggas in double figures, they still lost. They couldn't finish the job. I mean, Clarkson had 15 points. Rudy Gobert had 17 points and 10 rebounds. But Utah... Has to be very disappointed in themselves. What's up with all these foreign motherfuckers choking? Giannis choked. Joel B choked. I'm not going to say that Luca choked. That would be a reach. But luca has gone though. But I am impressed by Kevin Durant and Paul George. They get the... And Chris Paul. Man. I'm sorry that this happened to you, man. I've been critical of you over the years. I'm not going to be I'm not apologizing for that because this was Chris Paul's chance. I mean, Chris Paul still has a chance of winning a championship, though. I believe that Phoenix just has to hold it down. Depending on the winner of this series is whether I can make that particular choice. As to who is going to take the uh, the crown. Because this is the most interesting playoffs I have ever seen, y'all. The injuries make it look like a movie. And getting to see all these people in pressure-built situations. Trey Young can handle the pressure. We're going to see in the next series. Can Devin Booker handle the pressure of losing their leader? and showing these motherfuckers why he's the best player on the Phoenix Suns. I think I mean the loss of Paul's going to hurt, but they still have Booker, they still have Ayton, they still have Crowder. They still have guys that are capable of getting it done. And um uh Well, also, right? Um. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, yeah, Chris Paul. Back to Chris Paul, right? Chris Paul gets a pass for this season. He gets the ultimate ghetto pass for this season. I will not criticize him for this season. This is arguably a top two season from Chris Paul. This is one of the best seasons of his career. Definitely should have been top three in MVP voting, despite what his numbers say. But I wouldn't have put him over in beaten in Joker, though. I probably might have put him over Steph Curry because his team did not make the playoffs. Chris Paul had a number two seed in a rough conference. I mean, Paul George, these last three games, game three, he had 31. Game four, he had 31. Paul George, he had 37 points tonight. Playoff motherfucking P has shown up. For the first time since Indiana. Nigga been on a milk carton. And he has finally been found. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. A little white girl. Run into a black man arms. That's a dead giveaway. But yeah man. I'm going to stop blabbing. And end this show off. And um. This is King Kingdome Uncensored. Kevin Durant's masterclass co-starring Playoff P, and I'm out of here.